and welcome to my evening devotional. This week I've been talking about wells and digging wells. Tonight I have a very exciting Bible verse. I'm going to read from the Song of Solomon, chapter 4. Verse 1 starts saying, Behold, you are beautiful, my love. And, and then there's a, a number of different comparisons between the bride and that love that this groom has. We know the groom is Jesus Christ, and the bride is a representation of the church. On verse 15, notice what it says. You are a garden fountain, a well of living water and flowing streams from Lebanon. So God is comparing us with a well of living water. A fountain, we know it has living water, but a well doesn't. When we extract water from a well, uh, we expect the water to be there. By other words, there's a source. And as we bring it out, there's more water. And in this case, living water. Spiritually, you're supposed to become God's living water, God's garden. We become God's garden and the well of living water. So each of these comparisons has a meaning applicable to the graces of the church or the faithful Christian. Uh, and they're not very clearly known. Uh, did you know that you are like a well of living water? That's how God sees you. A well of living waters. She is like a fountain of living or running water, which flows into gardens and makes the plants and the garden flourish. We love gardens. We love nature. And we want to be able to flourish. Uh, God says, you are this fountain of living water. So if you don't feel like you are a fountain of living water, why don't you become one? And you ask God to fill you every day with the Holy Spirit. And as He fills you with the Holy Spirit, you have the living water in you. The church conveys these waters of life which she receives from Christ. And this is amazing. You know, in John chapter 4, verse 10, uh, Jesus told the Samaritan woman by the well and answered unto her, If you knew us the gift of God and who is that said to thee, Give me uh, to drink, the wouldest have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The same passage in John 4, 14, Jesus said, But whosoever drink of the water that I shall give him, shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up to everlasting life. So the well of water is mentioned here once again. And it's not just any well of water. It's a well that springs into everlasting life. What is this water? In John 7, Jesus said, He that believed in me, as Scripture says, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. So this is an amazing scripture. And in Song of Solomon, there are these comparisons between the bride and the groom. In Song of Solomon 4.16, it says, Awake, O north wind, and come thou south blow upon my garden, that the spices thereof may flow out. Let my beloved come unto this garden and eat his pleasant fruits. This is the garden that needs living water in order to get the perfume, the fragrance. And the blessed spirit of the believer is as the wind. There is the north wind of conviction and the south wind of comfort. 
the church desires Christ to comfort her and to pour the graces of his spirit on her, which is meant by the north and south wind in scripture. You know, God said, with joy, I will draw water from the wells of salvation. This is so interesting, this comparison. And uh, an interesting rabbinic insight is that living water is also understood to mean a true knowledge of God. And this is associated with the Holy Spirit, who teaches us God's will and uh, directs us. And certainly it is associated with Jesus' ministry of revealing God's true character by Jesus' sacrificial love for us. So the Hebrew meaning of the living water is knowledge. And the word for knowledge, it's dahat, that carries the connotation of intimacy and care. As when we know a person, we care for them. So living water as knowledge of God really means an intimate relationship with Him, which is what the Spirit gives us. In Revelation 22:17, it says, The Spirit and the Bride say, Come, and let the one who hears say, Come, and let the one who is thirsty come, and let the one who desires take the water of life without price. Do you desire this water of life? Do you desire more of God? You know, desires can be nourished. Uh, when I was a kid, I didn't like certain foods. Then I learned to like them. Today I desire them. So this is the process that happens with anything in life. In order to desire more of God, you need to try Him. Try Him first. And uh, let me tell you, when I tried Jesus, I've never left Him because my life was completely changed and I finally found the meaning. I thought that I was empty, that I couldn't give nothing to God. But then I discovered that when we are in Christ and when we allow the work of the Holy Spirit in our life, we become this well of living water. Dig wells. Yes, you don't need to dig wells in the natural, but you need to learn how to dig these wells in the Spirit. And as you do so, you will see that that water of the Spirit, that presence of God in you, will be fresh, new, and replaced every day of your life. When God says, I am the well of living water, we can understand the meaning. He is the source. And uh, water brings life. If it's living water, it brings extra life. But on this scripture of Song of Solomon's, uh, God is not saying, I am the well of living water. He's saying, you are the well of living water. That's what Jesus mentioned to the Samaritan woman. Tomorrow, I will expand on this conversation he had at the well of Jacob. Jesus told, if you drink the water, this water will become a source on your innermost being. So when you walk with God, you become one with Him. And this is a process. It's not immediate. You learn it. You go day by day. And as you walk with Christ, you will see that there's this, there's this source inside of you. We all love energy. And people buy energy drinks, energy bars, anything that says energy, people are into it. Many drugs give you the sense that you have extra energy. In fact, it's not the drug that gives you the energy, but it allows you to tap 
into an existent energy that it's already in you. When God enters your life, you have untapped resources. You have a source of power, of energy, of grace, of favor that it's already in you and you need to bring it out. In order to bring it out, you need to dig that well. Digging wells in the spirit has a process and in that process, you need to pray. Prayer, it's a spiritual exercise and it's the way you tap into the resources of God and you bring forth from you that source, that power, that grace, that favor that is already built in. We were created in the image of God. And this is so hard for us to understand. But God who loves us, he says, you are my well of living waters. So water my garden. You know, when Adam and Eve were placed in the Garden of Eden, they had a role, they had a task. The task was to keep the garden. And if you keep something, it's because uh, you need to make sure that there is safety of that garden and that is taken care. And this is the reason why we have gardeners. <laughs> uh, you know, curious fact, when uh, Jesus resurrected and Mary went to the tomb and someone talked to her, she didn't recognize Jesus, she thought it was the gardener. And uh, we can say, yes, it was the gardener, just not the natural gardener, but the spiritual one. God gave us tremendous responsibility in his kingdom. Part of that responsibility is to water his garden. And the water is not outside of us, is inside of us. We need to extract it. We need to dig those wells inside. We don't know many of the talents that we keep uh, uh, in us. Uh, I had uh, talents that I never realized, ta talents for technology, talents for uh, uh, arts and other things that I never thought they were inside of me. And uh, you have these talents and the greatest talent you have, it's the ability to extract these living waters out of your innermost being and to share the grace of God with the world around you. This was my evening devotional on the well of living waters that we read about in Song of Solomon. I'll bring this series to a conclusion and we will talk about Jesus at the well of Jacob. He met the Samaritan woman and had the most interesting conversation of the New Testament, in my opinion. So let's see it tomorrow at 9 p.m. In the meantime, if you're watching on YouTube, just hit that red button that says subscribe. That will greatly help our channel. See you again at 9 p.m. tomorrow for my evening devotional. God bless you.